0: actually, for me, the biggest learning curve and almost one of the most immediate learning curves on this course, was the way that the course held a mirror up against me. And I realised that actually, there was so much more scope in my own professional life to change and adapt and do things differently and move away from the kind of consultation and move towards the coaching.
1: This is Coaching in Focus. The podcast by Become Coaching and Training Limited. I'm Joseph Grech, and I'm delighted to be your host on today's episode. So welcome everyone to the latest episode of Coaching in Focus, and I am lucky enough to be joined by two very brilliant people on today's episode of our podcast. Uh, These are Ags Galland, who is a health coach based in Amsterdam, and also Richard Clements, who is a career coach who is currently based in Ibiza. So it's a very international, global (laughs) podcast that we have on the episode today. And really, um, our intention for the episode is to understand a bit more around how they found the Diploma in Integrative Coaching, what it was like studying for a coaching qualification, and whether they found that useful and what they're currently doing now in terms of their career. Richard and Ags are two alumni of the Diploma in Integrative Coaching. And as a starting point, would you like to tell us a little bit around um, you know, your work, who you are and what you do? Joe we that with Richard? Okay, yeah. Um, thank you, Joe. Um, well,
0: I'm, I'm Richard Clements. Um, I am uh, a CIPD Qualified Human Resources Professional. That's the career that I had um, after um, leaving uh, university. Um, for the past five years, I've been the owner and founder of a business called Clear Cut Selection, which is uh, an interview um, coaching service, interview and career coaching um, service that's helping um, people improve their employability skills. Um, lots of the work that I do with my clients is uh, consultative, and that means that I'm given advice, I'm given uh, suggestion, guidance, based on my own experience of someone who is very well familiar with managing recruitment processes in and outside of the UK Um, and so my work um, has predominantly until recently been focused on consultation Um, right now it's at the point where I am growing the business and actually although I'm continuing with um, some forms of consultation for my interview coaching clients which is um, an an essential part of um, the support I give them um, I am taking on board a lot more uh, of a focus around um, person-centered um, coaching, which draws upon all the ICF um, uh, principles that you're going to be talking about in today's session.
1: Okay, thank you for the intro, Richard. And Alex a little bit about yourself as well.
2: Yeah, so I'm uh, I'm a certified health coach and a founder of N Bloom Coaching. And um, for the past couple of years, I've worked with um, mainly women, but also some men, um, kind of helping them to um, master stress and. That idea of, you know, not having enough time to be healthy and to be well um, and help them, um, you know, to tackle their days and really kind of find time for something that they really enjoy um, and look after themselves better. Um, And uh, the way I work, we usually kind of do so through um, creating and helping them to support healthy habits um, and a lot of it is also linked to nutrition. So I have studied. I'm also uh, I'm studying towards my nutritional therapy degree. Um, so um, that part of um, kind of health also is quite um, heavily linked to my coaching. So if there is someone that comes with a particular, you know, nutritional uh, maybe a problem or struggle, we also um, link that into coaching as well. So that can be tailored and that can be used as that coaching tool that can um, help them as well.
1: Oh, thank you for sharing that Richard and Agnes and I'm um, uh, I'm really excited to start our conversation today. So perhaps let's start focusing on your motivation you know what got you thinking about coaching and wanting to study a coaching diploma?
2: Yeah so I, I guess there was a lot for me started around um, kind of a few years ago exploring alternative career and something that I wanted to do connected to a little bit more of my passion and like what really made me thick and what really kind of something that I could be inspired by. So I dug into quite a lot around um, nutrition and wellness. And eventually I kind of tapped into and started to explore um, health coaching as an, as a path. Um, so I enrolled at, you know, a health coaching in a health coaching school when I learned a lot about nutrition um and but after a while i quickly noticed that it was a lot of the coaching side of things you know i think it was something that maybe could have been done a little bit better so i really enjoyed all of it and but as soon as it finished i knew i you know i want to continue in that path but i probably need something extra if i'm you know if i want to be serious about it um and you know don't get me wrong there's a lot of health coaches that just do with um with kind of basic qualification and they're absolutely happy it's just probably my nature I wanted to explore more um quite curious and um kind of upping my game and and learning more about coaching was definitely Mm. something
1: which is a great which is a great trait to have as a coach anyways isn't it as coaches we're always looking to develop ourselves and improve ourselves it's one of the it's in our nature yeah
2: absolutely and I think Also around the whole, you know, um, health coaching and kind of wellness coaching, it's a lot of coaches out there, you know, they could be amazing coaches, but there isn't many coaches that are actually, you know, qualified to have done anything extra or even additional, you know, self-study or following, I don't know, research or anything like that. So for me, it's always been quite important to, you know, deliver um, good service to my people and support them. But actually know and feel good at what I do. Um, so from that point I knew I, you know, I want to take it further and and that will be something that, you know, I'll be after.
1: And was it similar for you,
0: Richard? Yes, it was in parts. I mean, I think the key phrase that I really picked up on that AGs used there was up in my game. And um I am CIPD qualified, so I'm an HR or was an HR professional before I started my coaching business. And the mantra for the CIPD is really all about continuous development. And so I just wanted to continue to up my game. And um, I wanted to be able to provide my clients with an even better service. I wanted to be able to show them that I, I mean, i you know, I did already have an existing client base, and I already had a kind of a lot of credibility out there but I wanted to enhance that um, I wanted to be able to distinguish myself from um, the competition in the market and um, they were the driving forces be- behind me wanting to study this qualification. Mm.
1: And was there a specific reason why you chosen the ICF route? Well for me I really wanted
0: to make sure that I was um, working with an organisation uh, who were credible who were recognized um, who i felt were aligned with my own values as well
1: mm-hmm.
0: and obviously they uh, the icf have a series of competencies that they operate by and that was really important for me so it was really about making sure that i was working with a credible outfit but also one that was globally recognized and the icf has a global reach and um,
1: that was really important for me too Yeah, particularly for you, not being in the UK as well, Mm -hmm. Um, being in Ibiza, it's it's important to have that globally recognized qualification.
0: Yeah. And also, I mean, you know, as I I have worked with clients before uh, in different parts of the world. And, you know, of course, as my business expands, uh, who knows uh, if those clients will, will become greater in numbers. So, you know, it's important for me to have like, I guess,
1: a globally recognized presence. So thank you for sharing that Rich, I think it's really useful to understand you know the motivation but also what what kind of compelled you to choose ICF route. Now focusing a bit more on the diploma in Integrative Coaching, it's quite a rigorous one you know we spent about more or less about six months together. Now what could be some of the uh, highlights of the diploma for you? Um, Wow I mean there were lots
0: So, in terms of, I mean, the kind of, the, the the day-to-day being part of the Diploma, I think it was just, it was the way that it was set up. Um, I found that it was really engaging, I found like, it, it was really informative, it was really educational, um, it was collaborative, um, and um, it was it was the whole way that it had been structured I found like it was really aligned with my learning style which was good Um, but I do know that there were other people on the course who had different learning styles who uh, enjoyed it equally but I felt like there was it was it was just really well thought out it was really well presented and um, it was really easy to be part of Um, so I think the you know for me learning should be enjoyable um and it should be engaging and you know this whole thing around kind of going into a training room and just being um just being given information to try and absorb doesn't really work for me and this um the whole uh structure um on this diploma um i felt like it was just i fitted into it really well Sorry, of just enjoy,
2: enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, and just listening to Richard, I feel a lot of it. I I definitely agree with. I did like the collaboration and and just the kind of overall style. You know, I feel like there was a lovely mix of, um, you know, learning and mentoring, and also we, you know, had a lot of practice, which was useful. Um, so that's one of the things, and I guess the other ones would be also what Richard said, kind of engaging, and then um, I really like the fact that it was different. Um, You know, I've done my research a little bit before I joined the course (laughs) and there was um, what kind of drawn me as well, just the variety of different techniques that we talked about. Um, Because the way, you know, I was coaching before where I came from, um, from kind of health coaching background, you know, we've learned kind of um, a linear way of dealing with clients, etc., And that kind of, it was, it was good, Um, but exploring different techniques, I think, just gave me a broader sense of like, oh, there's so many options. There's so many um, possibilities and avenues I can, you know, kind of tap into when working with different people.
1: And was there anything that surprised you, you know, after attending it? Because I think some people might go into uh, these type of studies, you know, focusing on understanding some coaching frameworks, some coaching models, being able to you know, become a great coach I think sometimes when we reflect back we see the richness of you know what we've done together on the diploma was there some that surprised that we you were not expecting
2: hmm. I think um yeah I think there was and I hope it's going to come out well but it was definitely a bit more work than I thought but in a way that um you know, I really needed to tap into some of the things that I know already, um, that I might need to unlearn or maybe relearn. Um, and also, you know, kind of a lot of reflection, I think. So just time spent on, you know, looking back into what we've learned, how could I practice like the, you know, you were very good at, um, kind of prompting questions around, you know, what kind of coach do I want to be? What is the style that I want to, Um, you know invite to my sessions etc and that's something that you know as much as I thought of it before I think that definitely sparked a lot of different thoughts and a lot of different um, um, yeah just kind of things in my practice and my approach so that definitely was something that um, that I took away and I didn't didn't consider so much before I guess before joining
1: That's an interesting one. I think also for you, probably Richard, because you've been coaching for quite a few years. How did you find that kind of going into a program where you're then re-examining how you coach?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think um, I, you know, I've been working, um, having my coaching business uh, now for five years, but really the focus um, has been more on consultation. And I think this is one of the key things that comes out of the course very early on, that there is a significant difference between coaching and consultation because the ICF's approach is um, based not around um, giving uh, their clients um, suggestion or advice or opinion or thoughts or guidance. It's very much person-centered coaching or what may have been called non-directed coaching in the past where the coach really fully trusts that the client has all of the answers all of the conclusions all of the outcomes already in them and it's helping create um, a space for the client to um, successfully work through their thoughts and processes in such a way that they can arrive at their own decisions without being given advice or suggestion so actually for me the biggest learning curve and almost one of the most immediate learning curves on this course was the way that the course held a mirror up against me And I realized that actually there was so much more scope in my own professional life to change and adapt and do things differently and move away from the kind of consultation and move towards the coaching. So um, there was a lot around me identifying that actually there were things that I have been doing that um, could change um, um, or could be added to. Um, and there were also a lot of learnings that i took away that i hadn't really expected which was about me personally and i think i learned a lot about myself um, on that course in a way that i hadn't expected And that was quite a
1: personal journey for me it's interesting because what a few people uh, mentioned that isn't it the uh, a big surprise is that development in terms of their own personal life the way that they can apply a lot of these things to their own personal life you know there's I'm thinking about somebody who was on the same group as you, who found the stuff around ACT really life-changing, you know, acceptance commitment. Um, And he, you know, and he said to me separately, like, I I don't know how I had never thought about this before. Like, it's you know, it's so life-changing. So it's it's great to hear. And it's also, uh, kudos to you because it's the effort Mm -hmm. you put into it, isn't it? I think if you go in thinking, I'm just gonna, you know, sit here and have somebody tell me about different coaching models, Then you're only going to get x amount out of it but if you say no i want to apply this i want to see how it feels like if i was the coachee i want to give this a try you kind of get a bigger outcome from it don't you you get you get more from it
0: yeah i mean i think one of the the, the, those the points that i should mention as well is that one of the aspects of the course that i really liked was the opportunity to 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 coach and get coached um and uh, get coached by the people on the the cohorts other cohorts um and that really um helped me to fully appreciate and identify the the value that person-centered coaching can can really add to someone's life and i thought that was really um very important part of the course too
1: you're listening to Coaching and Focus, the podcast by Become Coaching and Training. And on today's episode, I am talking about studying for a coaching qualification with Richard and Axe. So let's find out a little bit more around what happened following the program and how they found it. about you know ag's mentioned as earlier you know you looked around as we do um what could be some tips how did you go on about choosing a provider you know before finding our diploma
2: yeah it's yeah there is a lot of providers really but i think it's it's one you kind of do a bit of you know a proper search (laughs) if you like to be thorough and there is actually you know a handful of maybe good ones out there that that really kind of maybe provide for me anyway that I knew would be a possible option, um, and um, yeah, I think just going with um, something that you know with the qualification. So I knew I'm looking, and at that point, I think I knew I was looking someone that you know going to offer me a route to ICF qualification uh and I think one of the things that really kind of sold me I mean I knew I knew Joseph I knew you before obviously we've done uh some work together in the past I know I attended a few of your training so I um knew your style and I knew what you're capable of <laughs> and um so that was a big selling point um but also I have to say the the whole curriculum really attracted me and um kind of you know the way that it was structured and and also around the the part of I guess um, you know when we were doing it which was in 220 um, the whole schedule also was particularly friendly um, so um, kind of nicely you know set up over six months uh, with some Saturdays and Wednesdays evenings which was very doable with all the other stuff going on obviously um, so that was something that was also personally appealing to me um and the other thing yeah just that mostly that curriculum that you know i found very rich and robust and it was something that not um you know i don't know probably no one really was offering oh thank you
1: for sharing that uh, Axis. um i'm happy that you got a lot out of it and you found the curriculum useful um and perhaps then richard uh if you know what would you say to somebody who who is new to the coaching profession who might be out there looking for a provider is there are there any tips i think well i think there are two things actually i think first of all
0: i would say to someone if you're thinking about studying for a coaching uh, qualification where are you at in your own coaching journey because some people have started to coach people without a qualification as i did um, as other people on my um cohort did um, so I think it would be thinking about what what are the reasons, what is the rationale, what is the motivation for you wanting to become a coach if you haven't already started the um, that thought process uh, first of all, because um, I think that will provide you some insight. And then in terms of identifying a suitable provider, I would go back to what Ags had said, and that is simply about research. And I would also say talk to um, people. And you know, the one thing that I did before I actually subscribed to this course was in addition to doing the research was to have a a conversation with you joe so i could actually really feel fully confident that um the, the the diploma i was about to undertake was the right fit for me so it would be talking to people researching and thinking about your motivations
1: yeah and we still do that like with every single person who enrolls um even if somebody just enrolls directly um we do say it's provisional you know you you know you have to have a conversation typically with me or somebody else just to make sure it's not it's more for the person it's just to make sure that this is the right thing for them and we explain the process we explain the motivation that is required um, which I think is key it's key to success and how did I mean I mean you are you've now completed the diploma and you know you're you're successful in your businesses. How did it feel finishing the program?
2: Um, yeah, for me, it felt pretty amazing, I have to say. I mean it was a, it, it went actually quicker than I thought it would. It was six months, but it was um, it kind of you know flew by very quickly and it was um, it was a mixed feeling. I think it was a mixed bag of feelings because we you know we all got together uh, you know almost you know I don't I can't remember bi-weekly or let's say a couple of times a month. We spent a lot of time together. We learned a lot about each other. Um, It was a lovely group of people I was on the course with, and it was kind of a bit sad that it was finishing. (laughs) Um, And at the same time, you know, like kind of a sense of a huge achievement and really kind of, you know, proud internally and um, just kind of something that I set out, I'm going to do. And now I, you know more equipped to actually support people and I have so many more skills that I actually can you know go away and use tomorrow in my practice um so that was very valuable. I definitely got more you know confidence as a coach and around how I coach and um, even who I want to coach um and I think that's something that again was was quite important to me so yeah
0: I would agree with lots of stuff that Ags had said there um, of course it's a great feeling when you've got to the end of that six months and you're ready to apply what you've learned uh, in that course in your own business for me particularly actually it was quite career defining because like I said to you earlier you know my practice had been a lot more around consultation and actually this uh, finishing this course has provided me with ideas and inspiration for changes within my own business so it's actually a very pivotal moment um, and that's extremely exciting and means that i'll be adding uh three new kind of business streams to my business shortly i'm going to be launching my new website in the next couple of weeks i hope Um, so it was very very exciting it felt very rewarding I would also agree that it was actually tinged a little bit with sadness and I I kind of wanted to hit the rewind button and go back to the start because it was enjoyable, the people on the cohort were lovely um, and um, I know that we've all sort of like maintained contact um, and that actually has been also incredibly um, helpful and supportive and enjoyable so um yeah it was it was a it was a happy day it was a slightly sad day because you know we, we were coming to the end of something that we'd all really enjoyed mm. and everyone's
1: worked really hard on as well so, and uh, you mentioned there richard you mentioned um uh, what you've been working on since the program so what are your next steps in terms of your own career and in, in terms of your own um career development and any kind of further studying yeah, so there's two, there's two questions there. I mean, one is about
0: career and one is about career development. Mm-hmm. My, um, my, uh, my um, website has a focus on interview coaching and some career coaching, but through that kind of consultative um, lens. Um, next up, I'll be offering um, person-centered career coaching. So that will be a, a sort of um, a shift. Um, away from the consultation. The interview coaching will continue. In addition, I'm going to have two new uh, business streams and one is going to be around um, performance and coaching, that's individual performance, about how one um, manages and motivates themselves at work and how they conduct themselves at work. And then the uh, other will be around um, leading and managing uh, other people and how to do that. So that's quite a big shift um, for me. Lots of tweaks on the website and changes and meetings with people about how that's gonna happen. From the, what will happen next from my own personal learning perspective, I'm in the process of thinking about that right now. And there are lots of things to think about because the diploma itself gives you a lot of food for thought. Mm-hmm. And I think that I'm in, the, in, a, in a time where I'm really focusing on exactly what I want to capitalize on. Um, more but I definitely know that I will be uh, the course itself has left me wanting to study more so I definitely know that I'll be going away and um, to be doing this more study either in a specific um, area that we learned on the course or maybe even something
1: something different great and it's very exciting about the website I can't wait to see it <laughs> and what about you Wags
2: um, yeah, me, I I definitely, so next steps for me, I am working towards my kind of making my way through the hundred hours that we need to submit as a part of the certification. So I am going with the certification. That's something that I wanted to do and, and finish off strong like that. Um, and kind of in the meantime, really just doing, you know, a lot of coaching, expanding. I've been trying to Um, uh, figure out my niche around coaching so a lot of kind of thoughts uh, that course really the diploma sparked for me was also you know as I said before like around who do I want to coach or what are the clients that I want to work with so I'm I'm digging into that side of the business to kind of you know um, really get close and understand well my target audience and um, you know know how to support them best Um, So that's one of the things and hopefully, you know, sometime early next year, I'm planning to um, uh, kind of finalize and launch my online course that will be kind of based around coaching and something that I can share with people um, and, uh, yeah, kind of provide even more value and hopefully reach more people. And
1: um, I look forward to having you on the podcast as well to talk about that, you know, the coaching course.
2: Can I just add in one, one, one more thing
0: as well, just on that note, you know, because also I am also working towards the certification too. Um, but one thing that you can do with the ICF is that you can actually work up towards becoming like a master coach. And these people are the kind of top 1% of coaches in, in the world because of the volume of coaching that they've undertaken um, in line with the ICF guidelines. And so that is also, well, I'm not saying that, I'm definitely going to be working um, towards that. It's also something that's kind of in my line of vision right now. So even when you complete a diploma, there's still lots of stuff that you can do in order to kind of like strengthen your hand from a kind
1: of like qualification perspective. So thank you for sharing that, Richard and Ags. And um, we're reaching towards the end of our podcast, really. And I just wanted to find out if there's any other final tips or any other final comments that you would like to share with anyone who's listening who might be interested in studying a coaching qualification
2: i had one that i think none of us really touched before and i thought i gave it a bit of thought uh before it's around kind of you know coaches and people that um there are there are so many different avenues that you can uh, you can take to become a coach, but the you know kind of sad reality is, um it's it's unregulated industry. So anyone really can, you know put a sign on the door or you know set up Instagram account <laughs> and say, "I'm a coach from today. Um so I think you know, going back maybe to that question of, you know what would I say to someone, I think a lot of it is also around the whole. You know, if you if you're really serious about it, if that's something that you want to consider as your career or your job, if you want to support people, um, you know, just make sure you have skills, like you're equipped to actually work with people, and that you you know feel like you, in a way, part of this beautiful industry and um you know do it maybe you know consider things like diploma and integrative coaching or you know other other providers but consider that qualified and recognized route with someone that will accredit you that will you know uh, really really teach you um you know all the tools and um, wonderful frameworks etc because i think that's quite important there is a lot of people out there that. Um, you know are amazing but there's also a lot of people out there that are not that great so it's almost asking yourself a question you know what type of coach do I want to be and what does it take to be one the one that you want to be so yeah
0: yeah I would absolutely second that actually I think thinking about um, you know even before you go on to the you know even before you start the diploma having some idea about what type of um, coach um, you would like to be and the things that you would like to be um, that you'd like to coach on the people that you would like to coach, I think is really, really important.
2: And actually Richard, to your point, sorry to, to jump in, but I think you were mentioning a lot of consulting, etc. almost even knowing what's the difference, right. Between one and another, I think a lot of people mix them too. And, you know, there, there can be that kind of mismatch about, you know, I'll call myself a coach, but you know, w- what is it that you're actually doing? And, and, I think we just, you know, it can give off a quite a maybe unpleasant or just not a nice experience to a client, you know? So if you say you're a coach, just make sure that you know what it entails and um, what are the skills and, you know, that you might need to have.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because I think some people may um, may think that it's going to be about imparting knowledge um, to people. So, um, you know what I mean? It, it, this isn't the approach that the ICF uh, adopts. So I think it is, being clear about exactly
1: what coaching is so thank you thank you Ags thank you Richard thank you so much for being here um, and for sharing your story in terms of studying for a coaching qualification and how it has helped you and uh, for any of our viewers who might be listening to this and might want to find out a bit more there's some information on our website in relation to Diploma itself
2: Thanks for having us. It's been a pleasure to share all of that. And yeah, thank you to you.
0: Thanks for having us, Joe.
1: I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Coaching in Focus. If you have, please feel free to rate us wherever you've found this podcast. We're available on all the major platforms, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And if you have any questions whatsoever about the coaching profession, feel free to get in touch.